Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Hi, I'm Alex Anderson, and welcome to the Quilt Connection with episode number 71. Well, I goofed up big time in episode number 70. I just gotten home from Houston and realized that it has been a while since I've done a podcast. In fact, several of you came up and asked if I was still doing them, and the answers, of course, it's just it's been an incredible year. And so I sat down and I thought, okay, I'm going to talk about the quilt show and how wonderful Houston was and why I was there and blah, blah, blah. Well, in the heat of the moment of putting down that podcast, I made a terribly embarrassing mistake. I am humiliated, humbled, and I just want to ask for your apologies. One of the things they do at Quilt Festival every year is give out the Silver Star Award. This year, it went to Michael James. Michael James has been on the quilting scene for many, many years. In fact, he really helped kickstart the renaissance that we're enjoying today. In the early day, his work was very unusual for what was being done and very well received. Still is, but it was artwork. And he was a guy, which was unusual. So truly, he helped open the door to art quilting today. His work is still incredible as it was then. And currently, he is teaching at the University of Nebraska. Actually, more than teaching, he's heading up the textile department. So it's very exciting that he is taking quilting to an academic level. Well, that would have been nice if I'd said that then. But what I said in episode 70 was that Michael Kyle won. E. Gads. That is so horrible on so many levels. Michael Kyle passed away many, many years ago. He did have a profound influence in me professionally, and perhaps that's why Michael Kyle jumped to my brain, but I am really sorry. And if you know Michael James and ratted me out, please tell him I am so embarrassed by that. And the lesson is that I will never do a podcast when I'm that tired again. So moving on with episode number 71, I'd like to throw something out there that I think is a very interesting discussion. I did get this right. Best of show at Houston was Hollis Shadlin. And Hollis's work, if you're not familiar with it, is definitely something that you want to check out. She has a very big heart for social issues and a very gifted hand as an artist. Together, her work is profound. Precious Water was one that got a lot of publicity, in fact, has taken ribbons, and Bloomin' was another one. I don't know how long it takes her to do these quilts, but they are exquisite. And basically, they are painted and then incredibly thread-embellished. Well, a member of the quilt show commented that she didn't know whether Hollis's work really qualifies as a quilt. So I called Ricky and I said, Ricky, well, what do you say is a quilt? And he said, I say if it has three layers, it qualifies. Well, 
I don't even know if I agree with that because I know of quilts called summer spreads that they're basically the top and the backing and the batting is missing. So right there, that rule is broken. Um, the consideration is, is it fair to pivot these art quilts or a painted quilt against a more traditional format? And an art quilt can be put together in a more traditional format. Well, I think it's great, and I vote for It Counts, and I'll tell you why. Professionally, as a quilter, I've had to face very many stereotypes. If you tell somebody you're a quilter, they'll ask you about the blanket you made, or perhaps if you'll make a blanket for them for $75. My husband calls these people bolt dolts, which I think is an excellent description of them, but... What it is, is that people envision quilters and quilt making to be something that it simply is not these days. In fact, I was talking to my webmaster at the quilt show, Bob Bigelow, and his daughter, who is 20, was like wowed when she saw the art quilting. It appealed to her much more. So on so many levels, we need to get into this other realm of quilting. I do know with discussions with art quilters that it's very difficult to get accepted into museums. It's very difficult to get accepted into galleries. Yes, there are some galleries that are, you know, quilt oriented, but there seems to be two societies, artists and quilters, that are having a hard time merging together. I am not talking about the acceptance of an art quilter if you're a traditional quilter, or traditional quilters if you're an art quilter. I'm talking about crossing the bridge into the world of art. And I will tell you, my friends, it is of my humble opinion that when we do this, our work as quilt makers, no matter what kind of quilt maker you are, will be valued at a much higher level. So I would be interested in what your comments are regarding this. If you would visit my site at alexandersonquilts.com, go to the Quilt Connection, and under episode number 71, put in your thoughts. I would appreciate it. And I don't think there's a definitive answer to this. I just think it's really interesting discussion. Speaking of colleges, I got it. And actually, I met a young woman at the Houston Quilt Festival, and um, she always comes with her boyfriend's mother, and she's just darling. She's 20, 21, loves to quilt. I think this time her mom was there, the girl, and then the boyfriend's mom, yeah. And I got an email from her. I think I lost it, and if you're listening to this, I apologize. I'm not good with email sometimes. Anyways, uh, she emailed me when I got home. And wanted to know about scholarships for quilters. Well, I know that there are scholarships, say, in contests where people can win things like, let's say, to a Silomar, which is a fabulous conference, or, you know, different places. And often guilds will give scholarships to help grow quilting. But when I wrote this young woman back, I said, well, what exactly are you talking about and what do you have in mind? And she was talking about college scholarships. And she gave me what her ideas were, and I started nosing around in the industry. 
I'm not really going to say who I spoke to because it doesn't quite matter, but they're presidents of companies. And, you know, have you thought about doing this? And the answer was no. And the reason not is because what does it bring back to that company? Well, in a sense, that sounds cold-hearted, but not really, because if you look at college scholarships, having just been through the whole college gig with my kids, the only way a student typically gets a full right scholarship is if they bring something, say, to the basketball team or the football team or the girls' volleyball team. Um, if it's academics, typically they only get some money. But to get a full right scholarship, it's got to be something that increases that school's um, visibility. And I, I realize that that's kind of hardcore sad facts, but that's my understanding of college scholarships. scholarships. But I do know that when my daughter was applying, there were floating scholarships you know, all over the place, like maybe $1,000 here, $500 here. You know, it might be from the local Sir Optimist, or it could be if your last name is Hanson and you have red hair. I mean, you know, you hear of all these crazy scholarships. And I begin, began to wonder if there were things like that. So Paula Reed was here. It was just after the end of my retreat. And I said, we were talking about this, and she said she thought that there were guilds that offered random scholarships for college. And I said, no, you're kidding. And she said, no, she thought that absolutely that there were. And so if your guild has these sort of scholarships for college available, please, please come to my site, alexandersonquilts.com, and please tell us who they are so that we Ricky and myself on thequiltshow.com and myself on my website can help direct young people where to apply for these. I think it is a marvelous idea. If you're in a guild and you want to do this, I say go for it because I, I can't even imagine. I mean, here are these kids now that have an interest in quilting. They have to go to college. And I can tell you right now where their money's going to go. And it's going to cut into their quilting time and as a community, we do need to be worried about these kids. So I think that that's two interesting discussions that you can put forth with your other quilting friends and see what they have to say. I am recording this on the eve of Thanksgiving. I know it won't get out before Thanksgiving um, because my webmaster is traveling home to see his family. And, you know, my kids are coming up to see me Um the table is set and uh, the turkey's in the fridge. My mom and dad do the pie, so that's always fun. I think perhaps my favorite holiday of the year is Thanksgiving. It's when friends and family gather with no agenda other than just being grateful for what we have, who we are, and that we are blessed enough to have family to um, you know, be with. Often, for many Thanksgivings, if somebody was alone, we would include them in our family, and that made it all the richer. I can remember way back when my husband worked at Pete Marwick Mitchell in San Francisco, there were some English folks that were uh, here for two years, and we had them for Thanksgiving, and the gals from England were 
so impressed that we had whipped cream in a deodorant can. <laughs> so I'll, I'll never forget that. And every year we whip out the whipped cream in the deodorant cam, can and toast to our friends in England. I wonder what happened to them. So I want to say that I am thankful for you, for all the support you have lent me throughout the years. I am thankful that quilting has found you as it's found me because we really are an interestingly diverse, yes, yet incredibly um, unique group of people. And I can't imagine being aligned with a better group of human beings. Imagine if quilters could run the world. Perhaps it might be a better place to live. So count your blessings, celebrate quilting, and until we meet, we quilters do get around. Happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.